<laughs> we ready. We live. We live, live, live. Bueno, this is Café con... Café con Fuego. What the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> it's Café Fuerte. Café Fuerte. Strong coffee. Kind of like what it's like to date a Latina woman and acquire taste. I'm Amy, or Ames. Also creative producer. Do events, do fun shit. Um, highlight New York history, shit like that. So, But we're here to... Oh, thank you very much, baby. Thank you. But we're here today to talk about what goes on behind the scenes and how important relationships and men are in this entire like creative thinking or way of life. Because really, it's not just like, it's a lifestyle. And relationships play a huge part in what makes or breaks a projects or what we do. So, And when we say relationships, like not just like boyfriend, girlfriend, we talk about like all different kind of relationships, friendships, sister friends, you know, your homies, all, all different kinds of relationships. Business relationships, too, because those matter. I'm realizing those are pretty important coming into your 30s. Our guest today is Kimmy. <laughs> our guest today is our friend Kimmy, uh, who is um, a really dope, amazing, creative, paints her ass off, and has incredible ideas. You Kim, can you give us... Oh. Well, my name is Nick. I am a designer um, and overall just like creative director, work with um, rappers, and I do my own thing called Botanica, and it's been fun. Um, that's just me. Mm. What else does it say? Why we started Cafe Fuerte? For me, I started for Cafe Fuerte because I needed um, a community of women that look like me that understand what I'm going through. Um, to be able to just make sense of shit because, you know, sometimes as being creative, we don't have the same structure as everybody else. Um, and we still, for me, I didn't want to lose my tradition and my background and where I come from. So that was it. So Kimmy, um, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Let's do it. So, so we're going to start off with two main questions. Okay. We're going to try to stay to the structure. So yeah. number one. Because it's so important, you know, like, the way people take their eggs, like, you know, you feel like you could tell, like, their personality. Yeah. How do you take your coffee? And because we're nasty. How uh, what, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Okay. Um, so, for starters, I'm Latina, so I have, like, three cups of coffee a day <laughs> at minimum. <laughs> so, right, 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 right. my first coffee, you know, my first cafe in the morning is straight black two sugars it gets me going and then midday i'll have a cafe con leche and then right before bed sometimes i'll have another cafe con leche no sugar straight warm milk a little bit less coffee and it puts me right to sleep yeah i have never yeah. people always love to say like oh my god you shouldn't have coffee after like five o'clock you sh really shouldn't but i've never heard anybody but it's crazy because like co coffee is comforting for me too because yeah. I really take my milk yeah. with a splash of coffee, so I don't it really is. have it's coffee. It is. It's totally comforting. Like, it was a thing with, that I used to do with my grandma all the time, so it's kind of, like, just carried on throughout the years. I've caught myself having three cups of coffee. Yeah. It's it. not necessarily like, the best thing, but, all, you know, I try to keep it at minimum. I've done it, like, before bed. Just <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's a cozy feeling. Yeah, no. And I think the other thing, you just mentioned your grandma. I have such a close relationship with my grandma, and yeah. that's our thing. And I, I think the reason why, why Nick and I were just like, yo, Café Fuerte makes sense because it's like, how do you bring people together? And I feel like in the Latin community, I feel like coffee is our way of like, 
we sit down, cheese man. Yeah. The older women, when yeah. we were little, they would sit around and talk about all my this guy. Shit now I I started dating him, and mm. the you know it was always let's have a coffee date, let's have a coffee date, right? And Those after a while, I'm like, but I'm you, I'm tired of having coffee. Those are the best <laughs> days. <laughs> Can that's I get how a you drink? Get me, actually, even if <laughs> I don't yeah. like the guy, if he's like, yo, you want to grab coffee? It's like, yeah, I'm like, ooh, okay, all right, we can you know, do that. Was always my thing that's too. <laughs> Um, coffee definitely unifies people and yes. I feel like that was the main that was that's the best one like thing that can make this possible we can just kind of go around and just talk shit and coffee's always been like that thing that thing yeah coffee and, and coffee's fire. the icebreaker coffee <laughs> is the icebreaker maybe it's the caffeine Get yeah people go, I, don't know. I don't know right now we're spokespeople for fucking caffeine but right, right. Bustelo should hire yeah. us exactly <laughs> I was gonna say we don't even have the Bustelo sponsorship yet but um and then to answer your second question I was uh Damn, I think I was 17, probably going on 18 when I lost my virginity. Um, and I remember it vividly just because I, I, I made a decision to wait. Like, it wasn't a thing for for me to, like, want to rush into having sex. I know, like, of course, like, all my homegirls were, you know, frolicking around, which was cool because, I you know, I got the juice. I got the tips way before I had to, like, experience anything. But my first experience was really cool, um, really chill. I had, you know, this dude up in the Bronx, Castle Hill. Mm. I'll never forget. It's Bronx, niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we started with the whole Jerry Rivera, you know. You know? Hit him on the nose with that one. Um, it wasn't a, a relationship. Uh, you know, it was just a kid that I was hanging out with. I really, you know, liked him. We, we were vibing, and one thing led to another, and it was just, like, such a natural thing. Um... He's a fireman now, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I I ran into him on the street in like uniform in his truck with his whole crew. I was like, so surprised. Yeah, still fine. Yeah, shout out to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FDNY. And we got a little hype. Yeah. So yeah, that was my that was my first first. Experience, sexual experience. How would you say it was? Um, it was comfortable. It it wasn't something that it, it wasn't what like everyone had chalked it up to be. You know, like it wasn't this magical experience. For me, it was it was a real real life thing. You know, like uh, it hurt like hell. Right. You know, it didn't work right on the first try. <laughs> we had to do it. You know, Is he a virgin too. <laughs> no, he was not a virgin, and he was I think like maybe two years older than me. Oh, get it together. So, it, it, it's crazy. Like I'm I'm coming into my 30s now, and like sexually, you know, you progress over the years. So to think about the first time that I had sex, it was it was terrible. You know, but it, it wasn't terrible in the sense like it wasn't something that I didn't want to do. I totally was down for it. You know, it was a good experience to have nonetheless, and I made the conscious decision to wait. You know, like I was in my last year of high school, going into college, which was kind of absurd because everybody around me was already doing it, like doing it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, do you remember the first time that you actually enjoyed sex? Yes. Ooh. Can we talk about Give that? Us a number. <laughs> so, <laughs> like the age? Yes. Okay, so I must have been. Uh, let me see. I must have been twenty three. And it was a dude from Queens. And okay, I reference. I, I like Queens. to reference him as the Snapple guy. Bronx, it's, it's Bronx. <laughs> but I feel you though. I like oh, to I like to reference this dude as the Snapple guy. So oh, no. 
Yeah, I was working at the time. I was working in the medical industry. Like I had, you know, wanted a serious job. I was, you know, taking courses at school, and like just back and forth with things. And one day at work, we had got this delivery. I was like, "Y'all ordering Snapples now?" <laughs> Wasn't for us. So when I went out to the truck and I was like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" <laughs> Hit it off, and that was just like my fling for the summer. But that was the first time that I had like really bomb ass sex. Like right. he he was older, you know. Shout out to I Snapple. don't know how old, but he was definitely. <laughs> what were you? Amy almost made me cough in my choke. <laughs> about right now amy almost made me choke on my but in the voice yeah shout out to snapple so you know he he had a good job homie and the yo so the most important thing too was that dude had his own apartment so that matters essential so you know like it was just a free-for-all um, I really explored my sexuality with him, which was great because we weren't in a committed relationship. It was just something to do, and we did it safe, which was bomb, you know? So I wonder if the not being in a relationship helped. I think so, the because there was no ties, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was very adamant about not wanting a, a boyfriend because I had just came out of something, mm-hmm. and I wanted to give myself time to just, like, breathe. Hold up. The first time you remember enjoying sex was out of... Fresh out of a relationship yeah. you had already had. Yeah, yeah. What was so, that like? Which is, it's, I mean, it's not crazy if you think about it because I I got into a serious relationship with this dude uh, right after I lost my virginity and we were together up until like I was like 22 and I took a year, like a year off for myself. So he was young and experienced. I actually took this dude's virginity, like the, the dude that I was with wow. for a while. Where was he from? Where was he from? He, he was from Yonkers. What? Did I, I don't even know how. <laughs> I I used to be listen. I used to travel and and, and be on my own and yo. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah. So I was coming out of you know the Yonkers dude relationship, and he was you know young and inexperienced too. He was young and inexperienced too. So at the same time, it was like I needed this break to explore, and it was mostly like. To figure my shit out too so yeah coming out of that i mean i didn't know how to act <laughs> i was like wait this is what sex is all about this is amazing and then and then swindle the swindle came in swiftly after that you know when i got into another serious relationship and i was like damn this ain't the same like single sex and is fun and exciting and you get to do wild and crazy shit as you should i've learned in, in, in your relationships too but yeah, kind of crazy. Single. I'm, I'm single interested in uh, in one of the questions we had in mind. I don't know if it's too soon for it, but like, what what was one of your biggest or has been your biggest ex- uh, like accomplishment following a breakup? Uh, biggest accomplishment following a breakup. Okay, I, I, basically not to lose yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I lost myself after a serious relationship, and. Can you clarify on losing yourself and what that looks like for you? Yeah. Um, you know, I come from a creative household, a creative background. Um, and for me, realizing that I lost myself was when I didn't even want to push art. Like, I didn't want to do my, my own Oh, so you've work. always done art. Yeah, I've always done art. Like, you know, my father, you know, was an illustrator. Um, 
he taught me how to draw, mm-hmm. you know, so painting was a normal, a normal thing or having a sketchbook or doodling around the house was normal. Like I used to melt crayons on my radiator. Wow. Yo, I used to get in so much trouble that. for that shit. Yeah. So and and, then but, and I'm like, mom, it. that's art, though. You know what I mean? And, and my pop's like, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I've always okay. had that. Um, so for me, realizing that I didn't even want to, like, pursue my art, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to do certain things that just naturally you should that come normal, like to your everyday life. Mm-hmm. I was like, this this isn't right. Like, I need to take a breather and really figure out what the fuck it is that I want. Not what do I want out of a relationship, but what do I want overall? Like, my long-term goals for work, mm-hmm. my art, everything. So, you know. You think of, like, a specific, I don't know, maybe, like, project or something that you you rechanneled that energy towards, that you actually, something tangible right, so that followed that breakup? After, you know, that, that serious breakup, I made out I, as I mentioned before I was working in the medical industry mm-hmm. and I was you know during pushing insurance and I had a really good job you know mm-hmm. benefits and I and if I would have kept with it it would have been great mm-hmm. but I made the decision after that breakup to also quit quit that job and like jump full-fledged into an internship in fashion and art and it was scary <laughs> and unruly at times you know um so just taking that leap and and changing my career my career path mm-hmm. was one of the biggest accomplishments because it's led me to leading to meeting people like you you know what I mean if I hadn't done that and I think about this all the time had I not went through that fucked up relationship right. and kind of was in limbo and didn't really know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. where would I be now you know I probably would be at that nine to five job pushing paperwork being this boring ass chick behind the desk i'm sorry no pun to anybody facts, who has a nine to five facts, i respect no that facts. yeah no you know like totally we're, pro. we're, we're pro whatever creative. you like, pro whatever we, you want to do we get enough back <laughs> and it's like there's some people yeah. that that's just not for yeah and i realized you know that relationship wasn't for me mm-hmm. and sitting behind a desk wasn't for me per se Absolutely. you know Absolutely. so i made the decision to jump into a new career path mm-hmm. and my accomplishments were basically making a name for myself and in a creative field where I don't I didn't go to school for this you know what I mean I mm-hmm. had to hustle and make my connections and meet people and you know put that smile on my face when I didn't want to mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit is important especially as creatives because we don't have people getting up in the morning and telling us yo you gotta be here at this yeah time. you gotta make this move or you gotta be handing this kind of paperwork or not. like no yeah like, we gotta make our own shit happen <clears throat> exactly I mean I work for a design agency now and you know, I still don't have a typical job. You know, some days I'm in the office, some days I'm working from home, some days I'm in a coffee shop, some days I'm standing on a corner typing an email because right. it requires my assistance mm-hmm. in the moment. You know what I mean? So that's probably like my biggest accomplishment is like sure. taking a leap into a new creative field and, and, and being all right with it. Right. So what do you think? What do you think? Or how do you think that your current relationship reflects the path that you're in right now? Like, what do you mean? Like, meaning like, how does your your current partnership like fit into your mm. creative life? Like, does it it does fits it perfectly? Add? Does it take away? It adds. Um, this is probably the best relationship that I've ever been in because my partner, he completely supports me in any endeavor that I want to do. Um, and in fact, we're gearing up 
to curate our first show together in May, which I'm oh completely God. excited oh about. Favela Funk in the house, you know. So that's, that's a dream for a creative girl. Like, yeah, to, for a creative to girl to, to get me to get me a guy that's also creative. You know, he works for a really great brand, so you know he's familiar with the business aspect of you know, making things work and function properly. He owns his own business, you know, his own organization. Shout out to Sneakers for Success. Yeah. <laughs> <Plug bay. laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, so it's definitely helped. And at times it's definitely challenging because you want to, you, you, as a creative, you always have an idea and you need to know when to shut off business and work and just have time together. And Absolutely. we have that perfect balance, you know. Like, he's an early riser, so he gets up at 5 in the morning, and <clears throat> he goes about his day, which makes me get up early, earlier. That's true. You know what I mean? Um, he's very motivated, which in term, in, in fact, it, like, pushes me to be more motivated. Um, overall, just great. I'm lucky to have him. I don't want to say lucky, but I'm grateful enough to have a person like him. Shout out to the good boys out there. For yeah, there are good. There are good guys out there. You know, after and you go through your, he's overseas, right? He lives yeah, he lives in so Germany. I wanna, I wanna know about how you maintain this long, this healthy long distance. So I feel like when we're with somebody, we become an expert at them. Yeah. And and at dealing with that situation. So I feel like right now you're an expert at long distance. <laughs> so put us on because <laughs> some See, of us can't do it. The good thing about it is that he and I were friends for years prior to. Um, so at the end of the day, this is my best friend. Like, that's my homie. I can call him up when I'm shit pissed drunk out of my mind and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. He's like, get your ass asleep. You know what I mean? Um, but... We we, I was coming into this relationship, and it kind of just like blossomed naturally because he was already living in Boston when I had met him. So technically, he was coming into the city every other weekend just for business, um, you know, partying, whatever it was. Um, so I already knew that he was living away out of the city for a while, and it was comforting to know that I'm I was about to embark into something. I just didn't know what it was gonna be, and he lived. He lived away, and I'm a big traveler. Like, I love going and exploring new cities, new places, meeting new people. So for me, it was an opportunity to have a boo in a different city, mm-hmm. jump on a bus, jump on a plane, you know, take a train, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and make it happen. Like yeah, and, and take like, in the new, the new, you know, surroundings. Right. Um, so for me, it was easy to, like, adapt to this long distance, quote, unquote. It sounds like you guys were already conditioned from that from jump. Like yeah, you were yeah. So to like in your mind, like he's over there, I'm over here. And don't get me wrong, like in the beginning when he first, you know, he 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 approached me about this opportunity in Germany, you know, working for a company, and he was scared and and skeptical and like, do I just uproot and leave? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Of I course. I respect, so you I respect I was like, because if you don't bad, do right. it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take your place. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Get it. No, I was like, yes, I did. Totally. No, I was I like, yo, if you don't, like, you have the perfect opportunities for some of your age, like, you better go and take it. You know, so it wasn't even a thought in my mind to not be in a relationship with him. But I was like, if he's going to live in Germany, then that means I get to go to Germany. Right. Hey. I was like, I have a place to stay <laughs> in Germany. Talk about thinking long term. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean. So it's it's totally been fruitful. I mean, there of course there are times where I miss his physical touch and I want him around to just experience things with me and my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. But um, 
the the great thing about it is that I, I get to explore, you know, like last yeah. year I went and I took a month and I went to Germany. We went to Italy. We traveled together. So it just it's a, it's been an amazing experience. Like I can't. Right. I don't know what to chalk it up to or yeah. what to compare it to because I've I mean, never how, had this. How beautiful is it to be able to like talk about the Zen of a good relationship but then have those moments where you're just like, did I really just go through that? Like those moments where we're just like, did he really just take me there? Like what was a moment that you were just like, I, one, never thought I was ever going to go through this. And two, I can't believe that I would allow somebody to bring me here. Like, well, it was yeah. when I met my new guy and I just had to, I was pinching myself like, yo, is this dude real? Because of all the crazy shit that I've been through. And like, I was literally coming out of a really <sighs> up and down relationship prior to you know dealing with my guy um it 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 left me in a weird place i don't know i can't really it, did it leave you in a place that like you were like second guessing certain yeah things about i second guessed a lot of things you know mm -hmm. like my mental health was one of them because Girl. when they you know y'all yeah. <laughs> dudes don't understand you can really drive a woman crazy and like that that term is so real and 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 i to your point like about losing yourself i knew that i was about to lose myself again so yeah. i had to get the yeah. fuck up out of that relationship how old were you at that point i was when you were getting out of that when i was like, getting out of that relationship i must have been what 26 going on 27 it's crazy like because you would think at that point you got yourself together like, yeah you no, already hit you, you know are. your quarter century of life you think you have it all figured out yeah. and you really don't but but at the same time you do you know what i mean right. i knew I think, I think but i think i think that in a way it kind of shows you like with the age it's like in life anybody could get it anybody yeah. you could yeah. be 40 years old be with somebody since you were 16 yeah. have to come out of that and try to figure it out you know and it's okay to, to know yourself and to be yourself, but you have that understanding of, like, this person was here every day or they were in my life every day and now it's the exit of them exactly. that you kind of have to mentally deal with that fucks you up. So I'm wondering, though, like, let's give it a buck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what have we not? What did he do? Like, I need to know. <laughs> Wait, which oh, mocha? God, whatever comes to We could flip a coin. The one that drove me crazy. The one where I felt like I was about to lose myself again, where I really didn't, and I got, I got out of the situation. You had, like, a moment more okay. like the lowest. How do they say it? Like, what's the lowest point you've allowed someone? I will tell you right now. Lowest point. Okay. I, I'm a whiskey drinker. I'm a, I love me some, yes, Jamie all day, right? You know, my partner at the time, he was heavily drinking, not working, which was cool. You know, like, figure your shit out. Yeah, another creative. Um, you know, it's co cool. Figure your stuff out, right? I got a call. It must have been, like, 5 in the morning. I had just moved into this, you know, amazing apartment, amazing space. And I got a call, like, a drunk call, like, I'm outside your door. Mind you, I live in a gated building, so you have to ring my bell in order to get in. I'm hear my bell go off. Homeboy, you know, comes up to my apartment. I for, I don't know what happened. I must have been, like, totally... I thought I was dreaming, you know? Like, half asleep, half awake. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this motherfucker really came to my door. Like, I opened my door. Homies passed out, like, pants halfway down. Just laid out on the floor. In the hallway? In the hallway of my nice apartment building. You know, um... 
I was embarrassed. Okay, so now it's it's a now let let me remind you, it's a weekday. Um, it's like either a Wednesday or Thursday, and it's five in the morning, some some odd hour like that. People are gonna start getting up for work. I don't know who you know, like I don't know who's who already saw you. You know, I have neighbors who get up. They have kids. They wake up pretty early. They they're off to work. I don't know who could have seen you. I opened my door and you just laid out on my on my floor. I was like, this is the last. That was it. That was the last straw. I was like, you know what? I was like, it's cool to drink and it's cool to like go out and party. But what you can't do is come disrupt my life. You can't just show up drunk and a mess and think that I'm going to take care of you because that's not my responsibility at all. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like, I would take care of you if you fucked up and you my boo. But you did this shit intentionally. Now take your ass home. Do you think at some point you were already over it? You were like, yeah, I was because it was a lot of, it was a lot of that that same situation. If it wasn't that, it was a different situation, you know. And I knew I should have left. And I always chalk it up to the Diana story. But um, the Diana story is basically I caught my dude at the time clothed in bed, but watching a movie together in bed and I th- I just showed up you know like there was a bottle of Henny on the side yeah that was the same mental that was the same relationship that drove me crazy that's what I'm saying like people don't men especially don't realize that women carry experiences yeah but I don't forget about that and be like I'm ready to go and love somebody else but you still got this like little bit of something but I'm not bitter about it and that's another thing too like I I made also a very conscious decision like yeah, my past is my past, but I don't compare my exes to each other. Like, right. that's not a thing that I do. No, Everyone's why, different. Here's, but why, here's why men are not understanding us. We, we forgot to explain why that was a big deal. So although you mentioned he was totally clothed and they were laying on the bed watching a movie, what is the real problem in that? The right? real problem in that was 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 simp- it was quite simple. The His approach to it when welcoming me into the home. Like, had you been truthful and forthcoming about the situation the from... We, I was, we were staying together. Like, I would sleep over his house a lot. You know, like, he would come over to my, you know, whatever the case was. But, and I had, what's crazy is that I had the key to the, uh, you know, the apartment. So I opened the door, and I was the one that, you know, like, assessed the whole situation. But the story that was given to me, just, it didn't match up. It just sounded completely off, you know? And so. I got the truth out of him right then and there because I went fucking 7.30. I was like, oh, word? Y'all want to drink Henny and apple juice? So Henny, <laughs> Henny and apple juice. Wait, wait, wait. Henny and apple juice. If, if, you really, if you really know me, so my one of my first... Yeah. Like one of my first... My, one of my first, and it's a summer summer favorite drink, Henny and apple juice. You put a little bit of ice. It's, it's a little sweet. It's a little sweet, but you put a little bit more Henny and you good to go. No, so, <laughs> so, yeah, and, 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 oh, and then another thing that fucked me up too, another thing that, that messed me up with the whole situation was they had a movie, so they were sitting, laying down in the bed in the dark watching Netflix, okay, this is the definition of Netflix and fucking chill, this is why this shit, I was gonna say, now you don't wanna hear that, now I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't use it, I don't use it, yeah, It's a it's a chapter in my life. And I tell this story to a lot of my homegirls, not because I want to bash 
you know, my my ex, but, you know, he just didn't have his shit together. Like, you could have been so truthful and been like, yo, this is my friend. I haven't seen her in a while. And, yeah, it looks fucked up. We're laying in the bed watching Fresh, which is also one of my favorite, like, one of my oh, all-time. Yeah, you were just checking shit off my list. It was the intimacy. The intimacy of it, right. Like, guys are like, well, we didn't fuck. It's like, that doesn't That doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Like, what hurt me, you know, was you're watching one of my favorite movies. You're drinking one of my favorite drinks. It's literally the same thing that we did the first time we chilled, you know? So, and, and he apologized, and he saw, you know, the fucked up shit behind it, which was really good, and which is why I chose to stay, you know? Because in a situation like that, I don't, I don't know who else would have stayed, you know? But Diana got the fuck up out that crib, though. <laughs> Diana sure enough did, okay? I was like, Diana, you got to go right now, okay? I poured the honey and everything. You got to go. You got to go. I was like, oh, Diana, nice to meet you. Ajá, pa' afuera. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that was a that was the turmoil of it all. Like I chose not to put hands and feet on this lady because I was like, listen, yo, everything. I was like, I'm gonna throw my whole body on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and yeah. But the thing that stopped me. Yeah. The thing that stopped me through that whole situation was, yo, I'm not going to try to beat her up. I want to get to the bottom of it with you, right. homie. Exactly. I want to know why you thought it was okay mm -hmm. to put me in this situation and think that I would not react the way that I'm reacting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you did this. Right. You set this up. Right. So, yeah. Girl, like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I personally don't know how I would have reacted to that, but I think... You took a very, very, very mature route. Yeah, there was no more Henny at the I end of it. I pulled that shit out everywhere. I was like, oh, 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 oh splash. I've broken a Henny body before and been like, yo, there's no more Henny, whatever your nickname is. You got to go. Like, get the shit out of here. I have a love-hate relationship, honestly. Yeah. Just saying. Me too. Most people do. Yeah. <laughs> me and Henny, me and Henny have been through some things. Right. I was like 16. Yeah, I'm telling you. Exactly, exactly. And I think if you if you can control your brown lick in, intake, you, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Right. You're good. But there was a relationship that you were in that you were cheated on. You yes. Um, it was, I, I, I stayed, but not, I mean, it was towards the end of the, the relationship anyway. It was just something that I found out along the way. So that was like my first serious, serious relationship, which lasted about like five or six years. And we were living together at that time. We were both. I was, I was getting mixed up. Yeah, we were both artists, you know, um, we, we, you know, we were living together, we were working together, so, and that, and that was a good, um, that was a good relationship to learn from, because now I'm able to say, I can work with my partner, and not let it interfere, because at the time, this is what happened, you know, we were so frustrated and exhausted with, with the creative work that we were doing, and he was traveling a lot, you know, he was coming into this, this, fame quote-unquote um and just doing his thing and meeting a lot of people and with that came girls you know girls <laughs> bitches love art <laughs> in in latent terms you know what I mean but um I basically I, I something in your gut always and and women listen listen to that intuition listen to that little butterfly in your tummy like 
that is your gut feeling yeah it's a superpower that we have <laughs> seriously and something told me that day like just sit at the computer and like get your work done and do what you have oh, to do and i open up the fucking laptop yo can I, can I literally i want you to be as explicit as possible what what did it feel like when you first opened it up and saw it like what emotions went because i feel like that's one thing that we all share yeah. and that's also a type of trauma that we deal with but we don't know how to like how to how to verbally exp- like explain what that's like but that's a very physical reaction yeah. when we go through shit like that so like when you first saw it what came over you my heart dropped out of my body like i don't know how else to explain it but like when you really really love somebody and like you're in love with them to see them uh hurt you in a way in that way it it makes you question yourself like Mm -hmm. are you not am i not good enough you know am i not pretty enough you know are my boobs not big enough is my butt not fat enough you know what i mean like stupid Mm -hmm. shit like that um but I, I basically like opened up that laptop and I saw a homemade video, no fucking you know, on my bed, on my mattress, which was pretty fucked up. Um, and at the time, you know, it, it was we were already like in this limbo phase, like back and forth, not together, but together, mm-hmm. you know, like the in between of a breakup. Oh, that's the worst. Where yeah. That mattress. He still, I, I don't know if he still has it, but I, yeah, I gave, left it with him. I left that shit with him. I was like, I <laughs> that's not coming to my new home. Exactly. Energy. Yeah. Energies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not enough sage in the and world. And what's crazy is that I was sitting on the right. fucking bed when I seen the, the, the video. No. So I, I got up and I looked. Where was he? I, he was downstairs working. And I, I looked at the fucking, I looked at the bed and I was like, yo, I'm done. I don't want to. I was like, good day. He would have known that I was there because I would have lit that shit on fire and left. Yeah, no. <laughs> Can we edit that? Part? And oh, that was another. No, thing. I'm keeping that shit because I, I would have gone full Lisa left eye on you. I almost, like, I wanted to free. send it to myself, and I thought about it for a while. I stood. I, so what happened was, I didn't leave. You know, I I stood there. I I took it all in. I didn't cry because I wasn't. I was so hurt that I couldn't even muster up the tears. Right, like. That, that, <laughs> there that was no fucking yeah there wasn't like balling out you know what i mean crying on the floor no like i was like yo this shit just happened to me like i just got kind of sort of cheated on and i'm sitting on the bed that it fucking happened on um but so i remember this vividly because i went to my best friend and i was like girl i found x y and z on you know his laptop what should I do? Because what I was thinking was of a, reven- of a revenge plot. Right. I was like, do I send this shit to myself and keep it on a stash for the Lolo if he act crazy? Or, you know. Also, but that could be like dual because a lot of times women will rewatch those things and start like comparing themselves okay. exactly. and cutting themselves. Like to me, it's like cutting. Like you're rewatching something, comparing yourself to somebody else. It's and reliving the pain exactly, and it wasn't like I mean the girl I mean shoot, shout out to her I mean she, whatever like you d- you had to do what you had to do or in the moment right. you know she probably I don't know if she knew about me or not who who knows but in any case you know the advice from my best friend was um, oh and she don't gotta know about you he knew. yeah he but knew and so that's enough you know what I mean so again I never chalk it up to shorty I always chalk it up to like your man he's the one you're dealing with but um. I remember vividly, you know, my best friend telling me, don't send it to yourself. You watched it. Don't put yourself through that agony again. Um, and let it go. Move on. You're about to move into a bomb-ass apartment. You, 
like take some time for yourself. Right. They call. So I, I have two best friends, Chachi and, and Tiff, and hey girls, hey mommies, we we love ya. <laughs> they call me. Yeah. They call and they will. They will. They fucking gonna die. When First of all, this. that name is adorable, Chachi. Yeah, she's had that name since what? she was a little girl because she used to dance a lot. Aww. So she's a Chacha. Her mama used to call her Chacha because she was always dancing. That is adorable. Yeah. So that, these have like been my girls since I was like twelve years old. So I'm I go to them when I need the realness. Right. Exactly. And we all need. Yes, hello. Yeah, or many, you know. Um, they call me the serial dater because Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's a fucking thing. It is a thing. A serial dater. Both. Monogamous. Yeah. Yes. 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 So that's why I say, like, I've had four serious relationships, but they were long term. You know what I mean? And in between those, I, you know, had a little fun, too. Why not? Fuck it. He was the cheater. Like, he was the cheater. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. But, you know, living that art life and traveling, like, I first found out he was cheating because he had started working with this organization where they were flying him out to different colleges to do, like, just art on campus with the students. And one of the DMs was basically like this girl, he hit up this girl like, oh, yeah, like she hit him up like, oh, I I heard you're coming to our campus. Oh, my God, I want to meet you. No, like just give the background scenario, right? We put our differences aside Mm -hmm. and and became good friends. And we're here now able to like talk about this because we were both open to having the conversation of like I think your man or I think your man is trying to kick it to me right yeah right. basically so yeah it was that's how me and Amy met right by then you guys were still broken up yeah so we were broken up so I was like phase. no Please. not even I'm talking about when we finally had the conversation oh like, yeah 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 like, yeah. When we like had, new boy was yeah, in the picture yeah yeah, yeah. I felt like alright this is this is my cue yeah. this now or never like yeah. to just like lay it flat out cause that's something I also like to do I like to confront shit because I'll overthink it to death yeah but so to the like, point, it was mm-hmm. just like he had already been doing this, so I kind of expected it. And the first realization was that DM on Facebook where he basically set up a meet with the girl on the college campus. And I was like, damn, like, y'all really went out? Like, you said you were going to Florida for work, but now you're picking up the chick at campus, on this campus. So in my mind, it was already happening. So I was, like, realizing that this was not the person that I wanted to be with. So right. f- to hear it, from you like later on like almost a year and some change later i was yeah. like what i was like i knew it all along this motherfucker won't admit he's crazy right he's a piece of fucking shit because yeah. i was there but yeah so um so yeah so then he and i i remember it would there was a couple of times but you know what but also being a creative woman like i was so used to that i was yeah. used to Guys using the work to try to get to me, mm-hmm. to try to get me to too. us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm just like, I see what it is. It's not that fucking big a deal. Like, yeah, we can link. I do want to work with you, but I already know nothing's going to happen. So And this happened, This what you're about to explain, this mm-hmm. same scenario happened with another friend between he and I and another homegirl, and this girl and I are not friends now. Like, and they ended up dating, right? I, I don't think that they ended up dating, but mm-hmm. I think it was along the lines of like flirting and being cute and not being truthful about mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. they got there to be mm-hmm. such good friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I fell back from but that. But you know, what's interesting though, because when you and I met, we met at an event that <laughs> was also part of. Yes. And at that point I couldn't assess what the fuck was happening. Right. Like I don't remember if he introduced you as his girl, 
But my the intuition was just like something. But see, I couldn't figure it out. This something. was my thing. I never liked being introduced as, oh, this is my girl. I would always say, you know, introduce me as Kim first because that's who I I'm am the same regardless. Way. I'm the don't same way. Don't use girlfriend. Don't use whatever else you want to use. But introduce me as Kim. So he took a mental note to always introduce me. Oh, this is Kim. And then say she's an artist I mean, or girl. she's my girlfriend. <laughs> I'd be like, no. No, say the, I like doing say that too. Say what the fuck I am. I like doing Let's that too. Let's just be clear. If that's what we know. I get butterflies when niggas like this. My girl, if I really like my guy, does it now and it doesn't bother me. But I also like to. It's kind of like a trick I like to play, like assessing the situation to see who's gonna be cute around my man and who's not. Girl, I never thought about that shit. Mine was more. See, I dig a little deeper. I don't know. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all bitches playing on the surface. I'm out here playing multidimensional. Yeah, I'm (laughs) multidimensional. I'm multidimensional. And my guy tells me this now. He's like, Yo, you have like all these dimensions to you. Like, we feel shit that don't even make sense that people know of. He's like, you have like eight. And I'm like, that's bomb. I'm to glad you know so that. I know, yeah. Back to your point, your story. Yeah, yeah. So even from that point on, he had been flirty since that, from right. that moment. And I couldn't really figure it out. But because of my experiences, you right. know, I was like something, but I can't figure out quite. But it wasn't even important to me or whatever. Um, so then he would, he and I would go back and forth about setting it up and I would keep it strictly business. Cause like I said, it's fucking tough for yeah. these niggas to not try to <laughs> holler at us. I'm like, I see what you're doing. I'm Gucci. My yeah. mind and heart is like another piece of shit. So he's not a piece of shit. If you're listening to this, I love you. So, um, so it was more like, all right, whatever we deal with it. We come over. It's cool, it's chilling. I'm I know that he's flirting with me. But at the same time, you know, when we utilizing our resources, let's right. keep it a buck. He got something I want right. to bring on to my project. So right. if it takes not necessarily flirting, <laughs> but allowing him to flirt with me, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not flirting back. <laughs> I'm not flirting back. But you're gonna think I'm flirting. Yeah. But that's cause I'm like that with everybody. Everybody is my baby. Everybody's my boo. Like that's just my nature. And to me, how he put it to me was on some like I'm just inviting her, them you know, over because I would have never gone by myself. I know that's another thing. Smart girl. Cause I'm also like weirded out never. by like doing shit like that too. I had to do Especially that once to deliver something, to deliver some stuff. Cause they had, uh, they had fucking donated to like our indie go, go or some shit like that. And I was like, I got a, I had a list. So I was dropping shit off. My partner was also dropping shit off. So it was just like bing, boom, bow. But, um, so we come over, we chilling. She and I are like, Trying to be comfortable because we're in your environment. partner. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Um, we're both trying to like just be comfortable in like a male dominated house because right now we're in a stranger's house. We right. don't know them as big ass dog. And then Kim arrives and I'm like, that's the girl from the party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now in my mind, I'm like, this could be something. This could be something. And I was like, um, that was what I was feeling at that party. Right. Ouch. Because now it's already, he's already been doing, he's already been being him. Right. right. Now I'm like, let me see if he switches that, which he did. Remember, he took it back a little bit. Oh, it's brick dick. And we was hungry as hell. Yeah. So anyway, so she's making it. And now I'm watching you be comfortable in that kitchen. Right. I'm like, <laughs> you don't need to tell me nothing. This is his shorty. Yeah. So... We have a full meal, whatever. Next day, we out. We doing the thing. By this point, I'm completely disgusted by him because he's still flirting with me, but I know what the fuck I just saw. You on the bed. I give you a kiss. I go in the room to give her a kiss goodbye. That was that type of... I'm in y'all personal space. Yeah, like I let them, you know, get to business because I'm thinking it's 
strictly like on his end like from what he told me i'm thinking it's work so i also don't want to interfere and i also don't want him to feel like oh because there's girls around i have to be around i again i was never like that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so yeah and i remember you telling me that like sometime later like that's what really hurt you about the situation was that you felt i for me you know and i remember throughout the night he would just he was still doing you know the still the things and i'm just looking at him like that's cute anyway I, yo, I don't even remember that because what I remember was what happened uh, between he and I on the train. So whatever. She leaves. I think she ends up leaving and I stay with, with him and his and his work partner or whatever. And we on the train. Now he's trying to kick it to me. Body language is like, he's facing me on the train and I'm straight ahead. I'm like, where's my fucking stop already? <laughs> and old boy goes to me. He says something like, when are we going to chill or something? And I remember looking at him like, are you serious? Like. I just met your girl yesterday. This motherfucker gonna look over at me with like this little puppy eyes, and he's like, "That's not my girl. That's my home girl. She just don't have nowhere to stay." No. I looked straight ahead. I never forget that I I was reading the billboard like, you. I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, girl, bye. You didn't even have to fucking tell me that was a lie. You. She made me, and I'm like, I'm in my mind like, yo, she cooked for us. Like that could be anybody at yeah. any time a nigga could really violate and on top of that throw us under the bus i didn't need to know that if that was the truth that's not my fucking that's business you know like, i was like what the fuck that so, gotta do with anything so then i started finding out so now not so this was happening like what what you're explaining to me was happening but i was finding out about it through this other girl that i'm not friends with and the way that i was finding out about it was not good you know what i mean like she's coming to me like on some <laughs> You know I like you, right? And I want to be your friend, but your man is trying to kick it to me. And I'm yeah, I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, wait. Are you crazy? But so then this is my thing too, right? And you wonder why I like snap. Yo. Yeah, and exactly. So you know, in my mind, I'm just like, I'm not with this dude, and you know this. So out of respect, you trying to be my friend and also kick it to my ex still does not validate the situation at all. Like, you think I want to be cool with you? No. Not necessarily. Like, keep it moving. You know what I mean? So I knew that this same scenario that you explained to me, it was already happening because he was doing it with multiple girls. It happened to with another girl. And this was, yeah, exactly. This was around the time, um, even with the, like, right after, because I remember it was cold. It was December. Right after that, I found the video. And that, that was when I was like, you know what? That's it. I don't want to be around you anymore. I, I, I don't want to keep subjecting myself to this type of shit. Like, although we're not together, you can't even respect the fact that we do still hang out. You the one calling me to come over here. Like, come chill with me tonight. Come do this. So, sure, I'm going to come through because you're my old. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're my love. I, even though it's old and I have to get over it, it's still discomfort. So, right. And that was my thing. So, the last draw like the final draw was that video that i found and i was just like yo like do i and and then the video oh um the the one that i found on, that i opened his laptop and i found you know the homemade sex tape basically like him him fucking no but so i knew the girl from around the way because you know he was living in bushwick at the time or whatever and you know me being you know around i could go into any neighborhood and make friends like 
I had, you know, my homeboy used to cop my, my butt off of him. And, he, you know, he used to put me on to game. He used to be like, look out for shorty. So I had seen her on the block a few times. And then they had moved to a different part of So I was like, damn, so she's, I'm not, she's from She was from or whatever the situation was. I was like, damn, I've seen this bitch before. I just, I can't put a name to the faces. I can't say I actually know her. Um, but she looked like a familiar girl from around the way. You know what I mean? Um, which was crazy. So that was it for me. After that, I was like, you know what? He's not only, he's doing it to me, but he's doing it with multiple girls. So now I don't, and I'm still fucking you too, which sucks. Protected or unprotected? Unprotected. Fuck and this you. was another thing. This Fuck was what, you, why I wanted to get revenge because I was like, yo, you're putting my life at risk. And I was, I'm very adamant about that. Like, Safe sex is the best sex. If it's not, if you're not, if you're not in a monogamous relationship, you need to be wearing a condom. You need to be protecting yourself. Yes, exactly. And so for me, when I seen that homemade video, I was like, "Yo, he's not even wearing a condom." You could see that much. Yes, girl. Yo. And he doesn't know. Not this. only that, but you know, then he that starts know eating that away at you. That starts eating away at you because you guys still, are sharing day, each other's he'll bodies. He'll probably hear. He'll probably hear this and find out like. I know some shit, but I never spoke to him about it just because we weren't together. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry for everything that I did. But this is why I say when he got with his new girl and, and I knew and I knew her f through mutual friends, through another group of mutual friends. I was just like, you know what? I, I don't feel sorry for anyone. If anything, you know, like you're going to have to go through some shit. And I hope that he changes because you seem like a really good girl. Right. And when I decided to bring it up to you, like. We stood cordial with each other. Like, I never mentioned it to you, but I had mentioned it to my work partner at the time, and we were both just, like, stunned about it, but it wasn't like we wanted... Because she and I, we had, like, relationships where, you know, fucked up relationships is what bonded us. Yeah. So it was just like, yo, I can't believe that shit happened, but I never really got to, like, get over that. And but you were still around, and you were still very supportive of my events, which I have to, like... Well, because I genuinely, I genuinely enjoyed the work that you were producing. You know what I mean? Like... I respect you, you know, I respected you back then. Mm -hmm. Even after knowing, you know, when you approached me with the story and the scenario, I still no, respected you. And I, it made me respect you more, too. Like yeah. No, but even before yeah. that, because there was a gap. There was like a year and a half where you still stood around and you didn't have to. You didn't know if anything ever happened between us. And it was just one day during, like, I was working at my art gallery. We were having a show with the guys. By this point, you're dating. And I'm just like, I got to tell her because every time I look at her, I think about that. And I think I don't want to be if because for me, everything's about like how you're remembered. And if something if I would if a card were to hit me today, you know, <laughs> what the fuck are these yeah. people going to think about me when I'm gone? And I don't want that impression to ever stay with especially another woman. So when I told you the music was loud, I'm like, is she going to hear me? I'm going to scream her fucking I'm going to scream her drum ear out. But she needs to know what happened, but also that I didn't have any parts in that because I respected her, and even though I didn't know her, I felt for her, and I wanted to protect her. That was my thing, was, like, protecting. Interesting enough, though, I definitely was part of... There's a way to do it, though. I was definitely a part of a relationship. Yeah, the way Shorty approached me, you know, and, and this is why I was also so open, and I respected the way that you came to me, because it was how you came to me, and in the context of, of how you approached me, you know what I mean? The way old girl did it was on some, like, walking with me down the street, and you got to you already have a kid, you know, like you, you have your own situation going on, you know what I mean? So there's a lack of respect. So the way you're telling me, I don't really necessarily, f I don't fuck with that. And so I fell back from that friendship. And the fact that you're considering it. 
like where's your girl code where's go girl code what's crazy is that i definitely dated i was dealing with a guy who had a full-blown girlfriend for like 10 years and didn't know exactly the situation somehow stood around where i ended up still dating him and they were together where he was definitely trying to have like a polygamous type of thing but then it came to a point where i couldn't be with him no more because i wanted to protect her too where it was just like i can't keep causing harm even if i'm like really emotionally invested in him and you know about me we slept on the same bed all three of us together you know what i'm saying it's something that happens at least with me where i start to want to protect women because there's not enough of us looking out for each other in a genuine way in a way where it's like you know he's fucked up you know he's fucked up and you know she's going through shit because you know what it feels like and it's like i never want to cause anybody to feel that way but unfortunately the reality is is we do it anyway because these guys really be out here lying all day like they will really put on a show just to get into somebody's pants and i think it shows itself in like the both scenarios that you went through because you went through it with one girl and she handled it retarded and then you went through with amy and then it was kind of like all right like you know, you did it in a cool ass way where I could tell you was genuinely looking out for me and not trying to stunt like, yeah, your nigga was trying to fuck with and me. Then, and then, and I, th- I probably even, I probably even mentioned to you like, I fucking knew it. He's a fucking liar. Like some shit like that. Because in the back of my mind, like, that was basically it. Like, go to some crazy shit. But I'm happy that we can like be here now. <laughs> it's definitely something that's like, it's important, though, that women know that, like, we should be able to. I hate the whole woman to woman shit. Fuck that woman to woman shit. Like, you should you know what it is. You know what it is. And, like, if you're wrong and participating in something, like, keep it real. But also don't inflict harm. You know, I could have just like the other girl. Like, definitely don't condone it. Definitely don't condone it. But um, there's always love. Sisterhood is real. So I was going to ask you, how are you so sane, girl? Because I would, after seeing a homemade sex tape, Yo, I've seen text messages and I'm ready to fucking rip up everything. My hand out there, fucking sex. How are you still sane? And how do you trust the nigga that you were now? You mentioned yeah. protecting and he does protect you. How are you still sane? Honestly, I don't know, man. I mean, I meditate a lot. I'm not a very, I mean, you know, I'm not a very religious person, although, you know, I grew up in a Catholic household. I don't seek God to solve my problems, you know? I have to be the one to solve my own issues. Um, and I have to be able to work through them. And I think that that's why I'm able to like, you know, find some sanity throughout all the shit that I've been through is because I take time to, again, be by myself and enjoy my solitude. Like I, I love me and I, and (laughs) no, but seriously, like the one thing that I, that I, I've told, you know, my guy now, and I've said this to previous people and in my last breakup, you know, like I love you, but I love me so much fucking more. Like I matter my well-being. I put myself first and I made that decision to put myself first a long time ago before anyone else came in the picture. And that's that's how I'm able to stay sane. It's like remembering me. Um I mean, that's, I, I, I make my own assessments of my own relationships. Like, you know, you're friends with some of my exes, you're friends with some of my exes, but at the same time, no, you know what I mean? Like, you know, cool. Like y'all can at least be cordial enough to say hi in the street and and keep it moving. Um, 
but I don't know. That's a tough one. I think it's like hard for, so it, for me. I'm one of yeah. those highly stressed women. I feel like I've gone through stressful situations. I mean, so you I've just got to like it, either you do or you don't. Right. Like, there's no no sugarcoating it. Either you know there's something that's gonna tell you like you can fuck with this girl yeah. on yeah, a, yeah. on a higher level than before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, like I let you play yourself. Like exactly. Give I give you the benefit of the doubt. doubt. Right. I'm gonna you know, treat you just as I would treat anybody else um, until you show me there's something in, in you that I can't trust or that I don't necessarily fuck with. And people change, you know, people grow apart, people grow closer. It's just the dynamic of relationships. You know what I'd love to know? The same way you knew, like, fuck, this person's really taking me down or, like, where the way they had you, like, rethinking yourself. When was that moment that you, that it did the opposite where you just like, wow, here you are, here, there you are. Like where you realized your value, where you appreciated all those things you were doubting before. In my relationship now, there's, there's no doubt about it that my partner makes me feel like the most special person on the world, in the world, you know, um, to have somebody that respects my work, that encourages me, um, that supports me and just believes in everything that i want to do long term that for me is that's everything that's that's what makes it so great now does he know how to dance yes he knows how to dance honey i don't play that i don't play that uh-uh y'all know i love to get down y'all know i love to get down so my boo yeah he dances bachata salsa merengue de todo um i want to go back to stereo yeah Mm-hmm. And your relationship with your father, mm-hmm. and how it made you, and then how you think you got to this point of being a serial monogamous, or okay. Serial 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 I grew up in a, in a two-family home, and um, they got divorced pretty early on as well. Um, but my dad was always in my life. Um, like I said, you know, he introduced me to, to the, my creative side, um, and he fostered so many different uh, opportunities in my life to allow me to do where I'm at now, you know, as as did my mom. But um, my relationship with my dad is like, he's like my best friend too. Um, he keeps it real. He doesn't sugarcoat it for me. Um and he's the voice of reason, if anything. Um, he's always been that way. Like, he's the opposite of my mom. He's very calm and cool, collected. Um, what was the question again? I forgot. <laughs> oh, how does it, how does my, like, my dad, how, like, no, influence your, your, like, your, my relationship? Your rela- exactly. Um, it's funny that you say that. Yeah. Um, it's funny because a lot of the qualities that I see in my boyfriend now, I, I find... You know, my dad has them. Um, and, and I don't know if that was just, I wasn't looking for that, but it's just something that happened, you know? Um, so it is it is very influential to have had my dad in my life. It has allowed me, although I have had shitty experiences, I've picked really good men. And I and I won't take away from anything from my past because they are, they, they are good people, my exes, you know? Like, they just did fucking stupid shit. They had a girl. Yeah, 
yeah like i don't necessarily believe in the ideal form of marriage you know like seeing my parents go through spending so many beautiful years together and then getting married and divorced it's changed my perspective on wanting to get married you know um I believe in forever, yeah, yeah. But forever doesn't have to have a certificate to tell me that it's forever. Forever, I don't need a ring, you know, to tell me. Like, for instance, right now, I'm wearing a ring on my ring finger. Am I married? No. But, you know that saying, uh, you, you, women who wear a wedding ring on their ring finger hand, um, it's bad luck, you'll never get married and shit like that? I'm like, that's stupid. Because I don't believe in marriage, so that's for you. But not believing in marriage also comes with a slew of things like i want forever to be forever and not be a piece of paper or a material item that i have to wear to show somebody that i'm married right, that's not the yeah yeah well yeah i mean essentially that that's that's what it was like i didn't i didn't realize that i was doing that you know what I mean? Like, I was just meeting guys that I thought were really dope, and I wanted to spend a lot of time with you. And so, naturally, it was like, all right, let's hang out. Yeah, three years ago, by, yeah, we're still hanging so, out. Wait, wait, you don't even notice. It's yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't like to have anniversaries. Yeah, that's wanna, another thing, too. Thank you. I want to, like, just be like, oh, shit, how many years? It's yeah. Been four. No, it's been five. No, whatever yeah. it's been, we've been having fun, you know? Like, technically, and I, it's so funny that you say that. <laughs> I don't like, I've never really had an anniversary mm. which is fine i'm okay with that because i don't need somebody or a day to you know remind me that this is when i got together with my boyfriend right it's cool totally uh, i know when i met you <laughs> <laughs> I know. um what's the do you have a good relationship with like your grandmother or like your mom in in like in terms of getting advice for relationships um i have a good relationship with my mom um, my grandma lives in DR and you know my other grandmother she's just in and out um, of the hospital a lot lately so and over the years like it was never custom to like kind of talk about boyfriends and stuff like that with my grandmother but with my mom I was very open um, if anything you know my mom always encouraged safe sex out you know she helped me get my first job which which was a peer health educator so I was able to teach kids about sex and talk to my mom about it. Um, and then relationship advice, I always go to her, you know, because she's been through a lot. And one of the best advice that she ever gave me was don't, you know, allow other people to interfere with your relationships. That's why I coming into this, I was like, oh, I got to talk about relationships. Damn, like, I don't know, because I don't want people in my business. But at the end of the day, I can see how it could be helpful for somebody who's going through some something like an experience that I've had. What's the best piece of advice that you would give a girl going through anything that you went through? From niggas cheating on you, videos, Diana's, <laughs> everybody. Henny and pineapple. Apple juice. Henny and pineapple, too. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Henny and apple juice. Yeah, yeah seriously. Um, the best ad- piece of advice would have to be definitely um, to remember not to lose yourself. Like, that is the most important. And when I say that, I mean... You know, don't forget, don't forget about you. You matter. You you come first. You know, like get up and wash your hair, get up and do your nails, <laughs> get up and go to work because shave. life shave. goes on. Yeah, shave or don't shave if you don't want to. You know, some women are you know into this no shave movement, and that's, that's fine. That's whatever. 
Float your boat. I am not here for that. Whatever, you know, I mean, I don't know, but definitely not to lose yourself and to find find happiness like wherever you go even if it has to be forced for a little while it's gonna it's gonna come naturally eventually but if you don't put yourself in that mindset of like i got i gotta i gotta keep going i gotta keep pushing what is a day after like the day after a breakup like for you now i mean (laughs) all right um as of recently when i when i went through my last breakup it was kind of a joyous fucking moment but in the past, yeah, but in the past, yeah, wait, wait. But in the past, of course, it's been like not being able to get out of bed the next day, crying and just overthinking your decision, possibly drafting a text, deleting, Damn. doing it all over again, possibly sending it. You know what I mean? Um, the next day is like it, it's it's kind of crazy because you, you don't know. You still don't know if it was the right decision or how you're going to move on, especially when you're so in love, you know? It's heartbreaking. Do you think, do you think at any point heartbreak has been a motivation for you to want to get to work? Like, yes. Been yes. I've been so angry and so upset from a relationship that I needed to drown myself in work. And actually, I came out winning because what happens? Work. No. Creative. <clears throat> creative work. Yeah. I come out winning. You know what I mean? Because I'm giving my all. I'm putting all this energy into my work and not putting it into you. I won. Right. You lose. So that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 boyfriend. You know? But um, I'm just curious, like, what's your zen? What what brings you... Sage. <laughs> Sage brings you peace? No. That's, that's <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Um, Amazing, the whole yeah. Thing. I yeah. Myself. I love Sage. Um, But really... um. What sends me out um, would have to be a really good book and just time alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I I really appreciate solitude and, like, being able to be by myself and just enjoy nothing, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have, like, a creative ritual, something that will trigger when you want to be creative or when it's time to get to creative work? Uh, music always helps. Um depending on the mood i listen to a little bit of everything sometimes i'm in a like really rock rock mood you know so i'll throw on some rock music or sometimes i want to fucking twerk and i'll throw on some you know little yaddy or something like that let's talk about social media yes let's do it how do you feel social media impacts relationships it's very impactful it can either be good or bad you know like too much boo loving on social i can't tolerate but like between you and your man yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there is this, like, cute aspect of, you know, seeing people's relationships change over the years and maybe them, you know, having a baby or some other life experience happen happening. Um, So <clears throat> I do like seeing it in that sense. I don't want to see the breakup shit. I don't want to see you bashing your girl. I don't want to see you bashing your man. Like, that's not cool. Save that shit for the private of your own home the privacy of your own home yeah yeah and that's an, you know of course of course i mean that's because you're going through it <laughs> yeah you're reaching out here <laughs> yes exactly welcome to my world that was me for a couple of times but i think 
more so like how do you think social media impacts the relationship like in how you guys interact with one another do you think at any point social media has had a negative influence in your my current relationship no you know i mean for my current situation no but in the past it has like Like, i don't care that's fine i'm not tripping over that nah not at all like i'm i was never and see that also comes i'm such a secure woman that it would take a lot like i need to be in a diana situation for me to feel uncomfortable you know what i mean or you know a video or something like that but like i i deal with you in real life so we have a unique experience. So I'm not celosa of like, you know, you liking this bitch's picture because I'm just like, whatever. It's whatever happened between us. That's, you can never have that with her. Exactly my yeah. point. Yep. But what about when your gut starts telling you that something's a little, a little off? That you don't even need any kind of proof of anything. But it's like, hmm. and you question. You have a conversation. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, that has you know come up in my current relationship. The question of, okay, so who's such and such? Just because I'm now meeting this person in real life. And so now I don't want to be bombarded with a situation that I don't know about. You know, so yeah, there was a situation like that in my current uh, where, you know, he had a friend online who was just constantly commenting or like leaving cute remarks. And it's like, let me just ask the question. The question is, were you dealing with this girl prior to me in some capacity? Or nah, because now I feel like if she's coming out the blue with this, that means that you're leading her on for her to comment like that. And if it's not, if that's not the case, then it's just some old flame trying to be cute, which was the second scenario, old flame trying to be cute. And when I brought it to his attention, that shit stopped. Those cute little comments and all that. And I, and that's not me having to go to homegirl's page and be like, stop commenting on my man's pictures, because that's corny. You, 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 you have to be a different kind of person to be like that. You know what I mean? And I and I get it if that's how you know the route that you want to go down, but that's just not my C's at all. Totally, it's crazy though because I think I've only had one type of experience like that where it was like I I noticed that somebody would kind of like you know always leave remarks. Yeah, the cute little yeah, eyes and shit, like <laughs> or right, inside like jokes. Really. Right. <laughs> right. 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 It's like I'm on the inside too, so <laughs> I want to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's funny, boo? You peep it, but you don't even pay it no mind. And then I remember there was one night, intuition kicked in. Weird, 1.30 in the morning where I'm just like, yo, something's not right. And I could not pinpoint nothing. And we, me and him, we were great. We were on great terms. Trust, all that good shit. And I remember for one second, I was like, you know what? If it's anything, I know exactly what to do. So I remember there was like a phone that was connected to, he would leave in the store. It was still connected to Wi-Fi because guys are so dumb. And the second I opened it up, it was a DM on Twitter of the same girl, him and her going back and forth on some sexual shit that I was just like, you see your intuition knows even before you could fathom what it is. It's just like this red flag went off and it was no particular reason. And then later come find out that shit happens. But for me, when I think of social media, I think of that. And that was, that was, that was a lot. You know what? Like I've always, I don't know. I kind of take this holistic approach to shit. Like I love that you said that, you know, your man, 
kind of just put an end to it. Like, all right, you know what? I'm uncomfortable. Because you don't want me to put an end to it. Because the way that I'm going to put an end to it, it's not going to be nice. But you know what I like, though? You know what I like, though? A lot of, I think that within this whole crazy world of social media, because my thing is, like, guys don't have to have the same attention span as they did for, like, a girl within, like, a few blocks radius. Now it's like you collect this girl's pictures in Berlin and in fucking Chicago and in, you know, whatever. But you know what I find really important is that a man protects you. That's really, we forget about that as women. Like, I'm a feminist and all that shit, but, like, I also believe in, like, this kind of old school way of just, like, having a having a structure. And, like, I, I want to be protected by you. And so the protection comes from you saying, like, yo, you know, that makes you uncomfortable? You don't like that? All right, I'm going to make sure we dub that because I like you enough so that I don't need for you to feel uncomfortable. The, the security that to me, like there, I'm as I get older, certain things start to become sexy. And to me, like security, you telling me like, oh, you don't like that shit or like because that's like that's your man for real. And what not just like your man, like like, oh, that's my boo. Like your man, like, yo, this is my man's like 50, gr- like 150 grand. Like I really rock with him. Right. 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 That's why I keep you you hear me like I reference my guy as my partner It's not just like my boyfriend. He's so much more than just my boyfriend, you know, so. That shit matters. I don't know. I think I think we we're kind of sort of coming to a close. We are, but I got some quick fire ones. Okay. I wanna I wanna shoot some quick fire ones Wait, to you. What is it called? Is it called like a hot seat type? Hot seat. Can we say yeah? Can we do like because these are like quick short answers that you could just give. Also wait, but before we go on to the the quick fires, real quick, yeah. we kind of touched on it before. But what constitutes cheating to you? Um, <laughs> physic like physical interaction. Oh, what is cheating? Definitely, um, like for me, I think when a man is cheating, it's like, I don't, even if text messages, like I don't, even if text messages aren't that bad, why are you texting her at two in the morning? Why are you not sleeping? (laughs) You don't got work? Why are you not sleeping? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't really go through that now, so this is also the beauty of being in a long distance relationship. I know who he's texting at two in the morning. It's me, because of the time difference. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so... Damn. What's your what's your boundary? I guess like physically doing something that you know you're not supposed to be doing, like you know having sex. I don't know what else could be considered cheating. I guess in context, text messages or um, you mentally giving yourself away because it takes for a lot for a man to like be invested mentally. for towards a person you know so if he's investing that into something else then to me that also feels like a cheat yeah because it it comes an intimate relationship right and that is more i guess more heartbreaking if you think about it so what what, i have i have a quick fire i have a quick fire that isn't on here um that i just thought about about our culture so i want to know what our culture has taught you about relationships and what where that puts you in the scope of of where we come from does that does that make sense or is that clear you want me to clarify yeah so like in our culture like for example some women think it's okay to like chase your man down the block because you know and it's like oh well you know i'm latina and i'm crazy or you know so culturally who are you in in this scope of being a latina in relation in you know in a relationship Culturally, I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, you know how we say, oh, Latinas are crazy. You know, we don't, we have this 
think we all feel like we're opposite. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe this is the women in this room. I find I'm you fucking watching my favorite movie, drinking yeah. my favorite drink. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I'm not going to get physical. I'm not going to be that girl chasing you down the block. You know what I mean? I'm, I refuse to do that anymore at, at this point in my life. But you were there at one point. I was definitely there at one point. On get there. Because that's so important for women that are going through. Listen, it, it took a physical altercation. You know, like me having to beat some girl's ass for no reason at whatsoever. And it was just like, yo, I, I don't want to potentially have to go to jail for fighting over a relationship squirrel, you know. So for me, it was just that transition of having to realize, like, do you want to be locked up in in these streets for fighting? Do you think you're jaded at all? Uh, a little. I mean, what woman isn't through everything that we've been through and that we will continue to go through? Of course makes you i guess stronger i don't know so did you answer the latina question like where do you fit in the scope of latina um i'm not the traditional like i don't you consider yourself like yes i'm 100 percent latina you're like um you know new york kind of made me this way 100 percent latina no doubt about it like there's some values that i'll take like you know latinas love to cook like we love to cook for our men that that's something that i will always do for my man not because one i love cooking and I really put my foot in it when I cook. Right. You're going to know I love you when you eat this food. No, I just want to say I definitely had your soup and you yeah. made this bomb ass like salad with apples and, and all this. I'm just like, who is this woman? No, yeah, you, you do put your foot in it. So so in that sense, like I do carry, you know, some traditional ways. Um, do I have to cater to my man on hand and foot? You know, like how our moms and grandmas used to do for their husbands hell no that's something that i'm not gonna do yeah yeah no there's boundaries to this and because i'm modern (laughs) i gotta really like you to be like you know what he don't like his habichuelas touching his rice and i completely understand that we're gonna get you we're gonna take out all that my grandmother you know if if I brought my boyfriend to my grandma's house right now. She would serve him seven different plates. Salad, arroz, habichuela, pollo, de todo. In every, in every separate, you know? But some, some you know, Latin uh, traditions I do, I will carry with me. Um, for instance, again, like a strong cup of coffee. You know, like my man loves strong coffee. La greca. We have to have the greca, you know? Like, and uh, side note, a greca is a percolator. <laughs> for those non-spanish speakers out there what else what other uh latina you love to dance yeah dancing edp emergency dance party all day <laughs> and my boo gotta dance I love that. Yo, I love, yo, yeah <laughs> yeah i have one at least like once a day i have one this morning mm-hmm. and and emergency dance parties after breakups also fucking right. helps so important so important Okay, Chachi made this up actually. Because <laughs> she's a dancer, you know? She just loves dance, the part, the life of the party. But um, emergency dance party is basically you put on some fucking music. It could be you're typing on your computer and you need five minute break. Take that five minute break, put on your favorite song, and fucking get down. Like nobody's watching. I love that. I love that. That's yeah. Also, that's also like a type of ritual too. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just like, like sitting down crying and moping, yeah, get up and right. fucking dance. Be friends with your ex after or no? 
I'm friends with one of my ex. I, you know, it took time. You know, I don't believe in that shit where people say, oh, no. I mean, because before anything, I'm, I'm vetting you out. You're going to be my friend because I'm not I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> it's not, you know. But I mean, of course, it's going to take time. Like, I hated my ex after we broke up and I didn't want shit to do with him and I didn't think I could be his friend. But now I hit him up and I'm like, yo, like, I need advice on X, Y and Z, you know, creatively. I'm friends with my ex and we'll, we're crazy cool creatively like we can still dish out ideas and and help each other in life and and in the arts mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> at least like at least four or five years like you know yeah okay a lot he probably will i mean he knows we've already we've had these life conversations i want four kids damn i come from four it's a lot it is a lot yeah see but i didn't have you know it was just me and my brother so yeah it is fun that's why i was saying earlier like i wish i had a whole group of sisters like or brothers you know there was a time where my mom used to just set aside for us we this is kind of weird there was a time where like I was like 10 and then the rest of them kind of trickled down and we just wanted to have kind of like an emergency dance party yeah. naked. So yeah. she let us do that. We stripped naked and yeah. you know, we were on tables and stuff. We was just dancing on top of everything. And for me, that was like, even though I was the oldest and I was just a little, you know, I was yeah. more mature. I was like, this is odd. But then it's just like, that's something that I would never experience with anybody else but my sisters. So yeah. yeah. yeah so I want a little troop. That's, that's a tri- that's not a troop girl that's a tribe we call ourselves my family we're the alvarez tribe what would you tell your daughter about sex and what would you tell her about love um about sex I, I, depending on the age you know it's something that definitely needs to be talked about um you know there are certain talks you can have with your child about sex at different ages to kind of get them comfortable with the idea about you know, talking about the genitalia, like v- the word vagina versus the word pussy. It's good for, you know, for you to speak to your kids about all these things. Um, one, because it reduces, you know, the idea of that rape culture. Um, it makes you better with your own sexuality and just loving yourself, you know? Like, if it was one thing that my mom always taught me, it's like, be proud of your body, you know? Like, you only have one, so take care of it and treat it right, you know? So... What was the second question? What about love? Oh, <laughs> love is a tricky thing. You're going to have to figure that shit out on your own. No. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> I mean, my mom really couldn't give me advice on love. She was like, you know, you're going to fall in love, and it's going to hurt at times, but it's going to be one of the most beautiful things that you experience too. Um, and not just with a boy, but with, with people. You know, like I truly love, you know, my friends. Um, friends have over the years become a part of my family you know they're my go-tos so love is important I want you know I will show my my children love I will give them love I you know in every aspect it's important Um, a lot of people don't talk about love or especially especially in Latino cultures we don't we don't know how to just hug you know each other how to just Give you a hug and a kiss. That's because I think so the, hard the dynamic too. Dynamic back on the island is so interesting, right? Because it's like rough back and in tough. The day, right? Back in the day, in the fifties and forties and thirties and whatever, a guy could have a whole family and another pueblo, and you won't even freaking know about yeah. it. Yeah. And then you over here in the yeah. house, you know, cuidando todo, and you just everything is cool, and then you figure out like, wait a minute, 
He hasn't been here in a few months. So exactly. You find out that this nigga got a fucking whole ass family and buy a money. You're like, what? How, bro? Yep. How? And then how you? And that should really have happened. Talking about making women crazy. Talking about making women crazy is like, how do you bounce back from that? Right. And a lot of times we just don't talk about it. Exactly. That's how they. That's how you deal with it. You just don't talk about it. Exactly. So that's why I feel like asking a question like about love is so important because yeah. we don't talk about it enough. And but we're always falling in love. Right. That's the craziest thing. I know. I can fall. Listen, I, in a year, I'll fall in love like at least 20 times. <laughs> I've fallen in love with a stranger. <laughs> this drug dealer, shout out to Matt. Wherever he's at right now. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right, though, because he will never listen to this. I've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. that man ever again. <laughs> so I'm totally okay with that. But yeah, no, I do think, I think the way we're raised, because we're so loving, we do fall in love often. Yeah. And I think we should end with how do you find the strength to love unconditionally? Like to love again unconditionally, mm-hmm. and I think I'm still under I'm still learning what unconditional love looks like. Yeah, I think I am too, um, because for me, unconditional means if you think about you know like marriage and I do for eternity and all that crap, you think about unconditional love because you have to love this person in their prime and when they're not in their prime, and whatever that means, you know, whether it be good or bad. It's kind of one of those things. Um, so I'm still learning that, too, um, in general. I think it's hard to really love someone unconditionally without, you know, any remorse, too. Um. Yes. I hope to see this unconditional love grow and yeah. share it with us through your work. Like, Thank I you. I would really, really love for you to I just will. be really open <laughs> <about> that. <laughs> Your location, let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location, let's ride the vibrations I don't need nothing else but you